This episode of the Naperville Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Innovative Orthodontic Centers. Personalized, cutting-edge orthodontics for a smile that reflects the real you. Welcome to the Naperville Moms Network, a mom-focused talk show navigating the ups and downs of being a mom and a woman. My name is Dr. Kathy Subber, and this month my co-hosts Erica, Sarita, and Patty are kicking off our show with kids and summertime. No school and a new schedule can sometimes throw even the best mom off her game. How do you guys all handle summer rules in your houses? There are no rules. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I say that on behalf of children everywhere, and but also yeah. parents. Like, I think we all kind of enjoy having a little bit more relaxed schedule that summer tends to bring in. Uh, so I will admit that the first couple of weeks of summer, we're always really laxed with our little rules at our house. Right. I don't pay attention to bedtimes, and I kind of <laughs> let screen time go way long. Um, however, too much of a good thing is never really a good thing. So we do institute some summer rules. And for me, I have two, the two reasons I have summer rules. The first one is I don't want them to forget all the things they've learned and sure. achieved mm -hmm. during the school year. Sure. You know, whether that is a new reading level or a new math skill or if it's a sports skill, I want them to be able to go into the next school year at least at the same place, if not even a little bit better than they ended the last school year. Mm -hmm. Now, that is my really great mom statement. Like, that makes me sound like I know what I'm doing. The second reason for summer rules is my not-so-great mom statement. I don't want them to become sloths. You know, I mean, my kids can go from athlete to sloth in 60 seconds or less, and summer just, like, invites that in. So for us, I mean, my son that is at home, he's a sophomore in high school, We and I, the thing that stops him from achieving everything outside of of our little life at home is screen time. He is on the phone, he is on the computer, he is on video games. So for me, the biggest summer rule is what can I do to get him off of those three things to get him to do other things. I work outside the home, my husband works outside the home, so we can't monitor this as well as we should. But I do give him a list of things that he has to achieve before I get home at the end of the day. And in my head, I think this is enough time spent doing these things that it's not time he's spending on the phone. I also know that sophomores are super smart, and he's probably Snapchatting while he's putting dishes away, or he looks at the clock and thinks, oh my gosh, it's one hour till she gets home, and i got to cram all of this stuff into one hour. I get that he's probably doing that, but on most occasions, he's getting the things done, and if he doesn't get them done, then we take away electronics for the whole night. Yeah. And when you're a sophomore, that's like the biggest thing. So that is our biggest rule to kind of keep him on schedule to go into the next school year, even in the middle of summer. The technology is tough. Um, so I have the little ones, I have six and three, mm -hmm. and I was proud of myself this summer. I actually have a little bit of a calendar that we're keeping. I mean, we have our giant whiteboard, everything's on the phone, but I've created, and it's, it's a piece of construction paper, <laughs> Monday through Friday, and I try to not plan things for Monday. So we kind of call them lazy Mondays because we tend to be pretty busy on the weekends. Mm -hmm. um, and then basically for each day I plug in a doctor's appointment, a play date, a lesson, a camp, whatever it is. And then we go back and each day, you know, 
Tuesday might be a craft, Wednesday might be cooking, you know, Thursday take a trip somewhere. And it's it's not too Pinteresty. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> and I have to say, you know, after a few weeks, my daughter and my son will kind of be like, oh, let's take a trip Tuesday. You know, are we going to go to the zoo? Oh, what are fun. we going to do? Or They're kind of a part of the planning. Yeah. yeah. And then they can, they know that they can keep their jammies on a little bit longer. Now, I also have a chore for each day. So for their ages, it's real simple. You know, tidy up your room, clean the basement, mm -hmm. that type of thing. And Monday, they don't have chores, right? Because it's Lazy Monday. So they're all excited. And it's really, um, it's been nice. It's worked out. And like you said, it's at least... So by the time we plug in what we have to get done, you know, mm -hmm. maybe some errands, and then we do whatever it is that day, our craft, our trip, I mean, then what's left over, maybe the TV shows and that kind of thing, but I feel like at least we've gotten um, a chunk of it doing something productive. Right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my kids are right between both of yours, you've got some in college, mm -hmm. some in uh, elementary school. The harder part is as they get older, uh, you can't sign them up for camps mm -hmm. and other activities. Yeah. They don't right. want those structure. And for working uh, moms, like you were mentioning, you know, when you're away from the house, you kind of feel guilty. What are they doing? I'm not home to go do things with them. Uh, but at the same time, I find that with my high schooler especially, they're so busy during the school year. Yeah, with mm -hmm. school, extracurricular, they just need time to decompress. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, there with you the first week, free for all, decompress, get it out of your system, everything <laughs> you want to do. But at some point, mm -hmm. idle time can't be that great either either over long run. So I always tell them, you know, start the morning with whatever chores you have or whatever you need to get to and then have your whole day right. to mm -hmm. plan out whatever you want to do. And not so much with my daughter, but with my son, technology, uh, the iPhone, the iPad, the TV, yes. the computer. So I've gone to where I lump them all as technology mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I tell them you get two hours for the day. I don't care how much it's TV, computer, mm -hmm. iPad, you figure it out, but that's your allotment. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and usually I tell them, you know, try not to do during the day when it's beautiful, get out there and mm -hmm. maybe do it later, you know, yep. in yeah. the evening or night. Um, but, you know, I've been fortunate the last few years uh, working from home. So we do random days where we'll just get in the car and we'll say, okay, we're just going into the city and exploring or we're going to drive out west this way and see what we're going to hit. Yeah. So I think we take advantage of summer being an unstructured mm -hmm. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being able to do things you wouldn't typically have or go to a pool and can spend like four or five hours mm -hmm. during the school year, you're kind of rushed, everything is segmented. Right. Mm -hmm. so, right. so I think the harder challenge is when kids get older and they're not in camps, they're not doing play dates, how do you mm -hmm. yep. engage that generation? Well, and Sarita, I have the same age mm -hmm. kids basically as your right. kids. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, the second school is over, my first thought is, oh, thank God my alarm is not going to be set yes. for 6.05. <laughs> I agree. Um, you know, and for me, getting up and making breakfast was really important for me to do for my mm -hmm. kids. It's that special time. I don't think every mother has to do it to be a good mother. Mm -hmm. um, I came from a place my mom never got up. I made my own lunch. I made my own breakfast. And that was fine. I didn't actually know that moms made breakfast for their kids. <laughs> I went to a friend's house, and it started snowing, so I ended up staying over. And the next morning, his mom got up up 
and made breakfast. And I said to him on the way to school, I said, I'm so sorry, your mom got up early just because I was there. She's like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? She always makes breakfast. So for me as a mother, it was really important for me to do that. Um, and we have that special time. But 6.05 is not my time. Like I, <laughs> I'm a, like a 7, 7.30, maybe an 8 that I'd love to be able to get up. I'm there with you. You know, I really, I just, it's not, some people thrive on getting up early. I have friends that go to boot camp at 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, I went once and I thought I was going to die. So um, I just kind of need a little more sleep, I think. Um, and some people can get that six hours and be great. For me, I kind of feel like I need like eight hours solid sleep. Well, so yeah. Yeah. selfishly, summer becomes that time where because my kids are older and I'm not getting them up and I don't have to be getting up with them, um, then I have a little more time where it's a little more me time, a little more sleep time, and not as much running around so right. early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So Or worried on Sunday nights that you didn't get all the homework done. Or, right. well, my child didn't get all the homework done. Yeah. But, like, you're always yeah. struggling. You know, you're running together sure. to try to get everything organized. Right. And it's nice to kind of not be able to do that every single day. And I want, Sarita, you were mentioning about having, you know, kind of the downtime and, and having them, you know, manage when they do their computer electronics mm-hmm. and stuff. That's another kind of plus to having a little bit of structure, but letting them, letting older kids kind of Mm -hmm. run with Mm -hmm. how they manage it. Mm -hmm. When they get to college, and I notice this with both of my two that are in college, that there's a lot of free time and downtime in college. Mm-hmm. You only have Absolutely. four classes, or you, and sometimes you have only two classes in one day and three classes. So it's it's they have to learn how to manage this abundance of yeah. downtime. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I figure out how I can when can mm-hmm. I use electronics and still get in the other stuff I want to do? Um, I need to get this list of things done before my mom gets wow. home, and that really helps them when they get older and have to actually yeah. manage time that isn't as structured as we've made it and Mm -hmm. and I mean we as a society have made it where school sports Mm -hmm. music whatever it is during the school year when they get to college they got to figure that out on their own and that's hard I think that's important as you kind of like wean your kids as they get older Mm -hmm. into learning to manage things for themselves you know Mm -hmm. my kids manage their homework and everything all by themselves I'm always there if they need to help you know need Mm -hmm. some help but overall I'm like you know in college which Christopher is going to be there in two years like I'm not there going, oh, did you get your math homework done? Or, hey, did you study for your biology (laughs) Mm -hmm. test? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that we do pass that responsibility. I think, Sarita, you had talked about this on another episode, kind of pass that responsibility of, hey, this is now, you're taking this on to manage this for yourself. I'm here if you need me, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be like, okay, this hour you have to do this, this hour you have to Mm -hmm. do that. Because that's not real life as they move on. Right. So, you know, and you're in a much younger phase where... Yeah, it's interesting when, Kathy, when you said, um, you know, you're so excited because it's summertime (laughs) and it's a break. And I feel like because I'm primarily a stay-at-home parent, summertime is like my tax season for an account. (laughs) I am like, you know, roll the sleeves up. Let's I have no downtime. <laughs> Nobody call me. Yeah. Or the whole time. And, and they're still little. You know, I can't yeah. let my three-year-old just go off, you know. Um, so it's, it's tough. I look forward to the structure of school a little mm-hmm. bit. So I have a little bit more time um, to do the things that I need to get done. But, you know, my daughter was finishing up her kindergarten, finished up her kindergarten mm-hmm. year. And I feel like because it was her first time in school all day, every day, she just was so thrilled to have that downtime, you know, as you guys mentioned. I mean, 
just to be able to play, you know, mm -hmm. Barbies, just to play because we are so overly structured. So I try to um, spread out the mm -hmm. camps and the activities. You know, we'll do a week on, a couple of weeks off, you know, a couple of trips, things like that, just to have it variety. variety. <laughs> it's a variety. Right, right. But they do like a little bit of the structure too, mm -hmm, you know, right. to look forward to something because it makes everyone a little bit more sane when there is some semblance of it's true, Order. you know, when you have so much structure and to go from that to not having any, yeah. it's just a huge it's, vacuum yeah, somewhere in between. But uh, for our kids who are older, one of the things I tell my kids is, uh, you know, during the school year, you don't have time to do all the things you love to explore or hobbies mm -hmm. or passions. And that's what I tell my kids. Take summer to do that, you know, things you've always wanted to try or never had time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important as they go to college or get older. I think you need to have hobbies and passions that help you decompress and de-stress. Mm -hmm. So that's what I emphasize to my kids, you know, take advantage of things you typically wouldn't get a chance to mm -hmm. do. My, um, I've never had uh, alone time with mm -hmm. my daughter, right? One-on-one -on -one time because right. it's always the little guy there. So the, the camps that I signed them up for did not um, overlap. <laughs> so I'm always with one child. But it's actually worked out well because I told Natalie, you know, write down a lit, what can we do? The, the mm -hmm. board games that are too sophisticated for him or, mm -hmm. you know, we can go out to lunch and she likes uh, sushi. He doesn't, you know, we can do that, those little lady things. And she's so excited because, you know, she's never gotten that from mm -hmm. the day he was born. Mm -hmm. Then it became party of four and party yeah. of three most of the time. So it's, she's really looking forward to that one-on-one -on -one time that I'll be able to spend with each child while the other is occupied for a few hours. And letting her make that list of like the things she really wants mm -hmm. to do. I used to do it with my kids where they would make when they were younger. We would they would participate in making a mm -hmm. list of the things yeah. they wanted to do during the summer. Now some of them were ridiculous and we weren't <laughs> going to do them, but they were. But we put the real ones on the list, and that was always really fun for them to be a part of making mm -hmm. kind of the rules and the structure. Mm -hmm. Now I will say, like with um, my older, the one thing that we always run into is the sleeping in. You know, when they get to that teenage age, they will yes. like sleep right. all day Hi, long. It's eleven thirty. Yeah. We're, we're ready for dinner. Like, what are you doing? Why are we still in bed? So that part, I do make a rule of when you're going to get up because I just think you need to participate in the day. I agree. And <laughs> it, I do that more than the time you go to bed. Like, you can stay up late, but you are going to get up. Now, fortunately, my son plays football, and thanks to the football camps in um, our oh, school district, they have to be up. He has to be at football camp at 6.50 in the morning. And so wow. starting at yeah. pretty much the beginning of summer, he has to be up yeah. early already so that helps me a lot but when he doesn't have that there is still like at 9 or 9 30 mm -hmm. you need to be kind of getting up and moving and I will call you if mm -hmm. I'm not at home all the time <laughs> until you pick up and move <laughs> or I'll give you a responsibility like I'll leave the dog specifically out of a crate so the dog will bark and you know, there will be oh, things oh, that will funny. happen but I that getting up and get moving is really important I agree because you can kind of get into that rut in summer you know, the 11 becomes 12 and 1. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. yeah, and my it, biggest it is. thing is, especially where we live, because it's winter too, I want them to be outside getting the fresh air and yeah. just enjoying the weather. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Summer is awesome, but not always easy, so we wish you the very best of luck for the next two months. We'll be right back with more of the Naperville Moms Network. Stay tuned.
at innovative orthodontic centers, our cozy offices and upbeat, friendly personalities will make you feel at home as soon as you walk through our doors. We treat all of our patients and their families with compassion and respect. At Innovative Orthodontic Centers, we invest in revolutionary technology, ranging from Excelident, which decreases treatment time up to 50%, to iTero, an impression-free digital scanner with superior accuracy. Dr. Ibrahim and her team leverage these innovations to transform patients' smiles dramatically, quickly, and gently. Welcome back to the Naperville Moms Network. Grandparents are an integral part of a family for some and far enough away to have to fly to for others. This relationship can provide many great memories and at times some challenges. What are your thoughts on this? In the great words of Kenny Rogers. Oh, I love Kenny Rogers. <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> know when to fold them. Uh, you know, I think, as you said, some are far away and some are close, right? Yeah. And I think that's the major point here, because if you have a set of grandparents that's out of state, so they maybe see the grandchildren three to four times a year, you got to fold them. I mean, they're going to do whatever they want to do. They're going to spoil them. They're going to feed them. They're going to <laughs> keep them up all night. If you have a grandparent, I mean, some are primary caregivers, sure. you know, Monday sure. through Friday. Well then they need to be falling in line with what your expectations are for the day-to-day. -day. So most, I think, fall somewhere in between, right? Yeah. They babysit occasionally, um, not maybe every day. And you have to choose what battles do you want mm -hmm. to, um, what, which are worth fighting and which are not, you know? And um, it's, it, it's tricky because you hear all the time, well, we raised you, and look, you're in one piece. Well, yes, I was raised on ecto-cooler Pop-Tarts, and I sat in the back of a station wagon where cars could. Okay, but we have learned some things, and we don't sit in the back of station wagons anymore, and you know, we don't have those things. So, so while we did survive, that argument doesn't always hold truth. There is some, you know, education and learning, and it, you know, I think um, I'm very lucky because my parents are open to learning. Mm -hmm. You know, as she mm -hmm. always said, she's back then it was the book, and it was one book. It was, was Dr. Spock or something, right? <laughs> and he wrote that book, and she said, now we have the internet, and. So, yeah, you know, tell me why you shouldn't be in the back of a station wagon, you know, having these Pop-Tarts and Ecto-Cooler. <laughs> and as long as they're willing to learn, and mm -hmm. then also the, the child, meaning, you know, the, the parent is willing to be a little bit flexible, mm -hmm. then I think it can right. be a really healthy, right. you know, relationship. And one in which the kids, the grandchildren, benefit. You know, right. they have those amazing memories, and that's what it's mostly about, not about the nitty-gritty details. Right, and I think that's absolutely true about the flexibility of us as parents with the grandparent because it is about those memories and it's about that relationship that you want your kids to mm -hmm. have with grandparents. And neither of our parents live close to us, so we are always driving to see them or they're coming to us. And, you know, it, I remember when my youngest, when my oldest was little, and I would be a freak about, oh my gosh, you gave her candy at 9 o'clock in the morning, and oh no, this is awful. <laughs> but then you start to realize that that brings the grandparents such a joy because this is a moment with between those two. And mm -hmm. let that happen. And it's not going to hurt anything if she has candy at nine o'clock in the morning occasionally when she's at my mother-in-law's or at my mom's and it's fine and she looks forward to that. 
uh, we used to where my kids used to go away for a whole week and stay with my mother-in-law mm -hmm. for an entire week and we would joke when they came back that we would have to detox a little bit <laughs> but not detox from like a bad way but just yeah. like rules and structure right. <laughs> and we don't you do that and we can't eat lunch at you know nine o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning or whatever <laughs> but I like that they always had that week to kind of do whatever they wanted in a fun way mm -hmm. and now that they're older they have such a great relationship with their grandparents mm -hmm. and I think that's really important. It's like, yeah. it's like, like uber summertime. It's like yes. The, yes. to the next level right. of right. summertime, next, right? Here's mom summertime, happen. here's grandma summertime. Right. Totally different. <laughs> and you know what, and I think uh, it's such an important relationship both for the grandparents and grandkids. Um, I reflect on it and as parents you're always so busy with following rules, structure, <laughs> financially providing for them. You have a lot on your plate. So you're not able to enjoy your kids as grandparents are. And I remember mm -hmm. my uh, mm -hmm. parents saying that to me when they first became grandparents that, you know, they were so busy with life that they didn't enjoy us or the simple moments with us mm -hmm. as they're able to enjoy with their grandkids, so all those moments that they missed, mm -hmm. you know, because they've got the luxury of the time and patience to just sit and enjoy and play and just be at their level. Uh, but I think, as you mentioned, you know, more and more grandparents are involved in being uh, primary babysitter or helping out, mm -hmm. and that's where it gets really tricky, you know? Mm -hmm. um, they don't want to be parents. They want to be grandparents. Mm, they right. don't want to follow mm, the right. rules. Uh, <laughs> you know, they don't feel it's there. So it's just, you know, how you define those and our expectations. Mm -hmm. And if they're set in their ways and haven't changed all these years, I think sometimes we're being unrealistic asking them to change mm -hmm. or hoping they right, are going right. to see things the way they do. But at the same time, I agree with you. I think as grandparents, they have to draw the line as well. Mm -hmm. Let us be the parents and give us the benefit of doubt that we know what we're doing. We might raise our kids differently than they raised us, mm -hmm. but times have changed. And you know, that's right. setting that expectation. Seems like there's a some sort of compromise right. Right, in that open Absolutely. communication mm -hmm. as with everything in life, yeah. right? right? Yeah. It's the communication saying, hey, this is where I'm coming from, and mm -hmm. you're listening to them, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, hey, this is where they're coming from, and finding something that just works most of the time mm -hmm. for everyone. Um, my kids, both of my kids' sets of grandparents live in New Jersey, so mm -hmm. for us, it literally is a plane trip away. Sure, we yeah. don't have, my aunt and uncle live here, but we don't have any other family local, and I think it's been probably 20-some years since I've had any holiday with any of my families because wow. we don't do the traveling right on those dates. It just makes it so much harder and yeah, we're all right. a little more flexible than right. that. So um, for me to go to take my kids to go visit my parents mm -hmm. or for them to come here, you know, it takes a little more intentionality, a little more focus. But then when we have that time, it's like, we really try to make it special. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. um, we go to New Jersey every, uh, every year and we spend a couple days with my dad and my stepmother and we do a, a yearly tubing trip down the Delaware. So mm -hmm. my dad and boys and I, you know, get in these tubes and we tube two hours down the Delaware. We always go see my grandparents. My grandmother just passed away, mm -hmm. um, but we've always, you know, made, made that a point to make sure we go and visit. Um, so the travel aspect of it is real and so I don't have to navigate 
any type of my parents watching the kids or my right. ex-husband's parents walk, watching the kids. Yeah. Um, we try to just make it really fun when we do get to see them because it's limited overall. Yeah, right. I think um, what's really nice is grandparents are younger today. But in spirit, when I think of my relationship with us. my grandparents, mm -hmm. you know, it was <laughs> the cooking on the stove, the pasta, or yeah. sitting, you know, and talking, and it wasn't um, what it is now. And I think now it's nice because when we were little, there wasn't always the money to do the things that they get to do now and mm -hmm. be a part of with mm -hmm. the grandchildren. You know, we go to Santa's Village or Great America or the Dells, or we do, do, do. You know, mm -hmm. we go to festivals. And, you know, my parents are able to do those things, right? Because sure. they're in their 60s and they're capable right. um, and that's nice because you have a different type of they don't even want to be called grandma or grandpa right, anymore, right? it's pop off and mar -mar. Or papa, you know they don't want to <laughs> take yeah. on that role of right. the old old uh, woman or, or man uh -huh. and so that's kind of neat too because you have that chance to be um, to kind of do it all over again without mm -hmm. the stress of being absolutely right the parent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know uh, like my uh, kids love talking to their grandparents on both sides uh, you know to find out what life was like and when they were younger mm -hmm. learn about their culture about you know their ancestors so I think grandparents have so much to share mm -hmm. and also um, I think it's healthy for both, for grandparents, the more actively they're involved with their grandkids, keeps them young, yep. mentally, right. physically. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, for the grandkids, you know, if you have a disagreement with your parents, you have some other reason or mm. voice you can, mm -hmm. you know, express what you're thinking that you can't yep. with your kid, you know, with your parents. Yeah. That's, and I think we're very intentional about making sure, especially with my mother-in-law, who, again, being a, a younger grandparent, she mm -hmm, can participate right. more actively in their lives. My mother is almost 90, so mm -hmm. she's at the other end of that spectrum, but my kids love going to her house and, and hearing the stories mm -hmm. or planting something in her garden with her, and they love that. But with my mother-in-law, I'm very intentional about letting her be involved in my kids' lives, like mm -hmm. letting her know when lacrosse games are happening, letting her know when a special thing is happening at school. Mm -hmm. So if she has the opportunity to get up here and go, that she knows she's welcome and that mm -hmm. we want her to participate in our kids' lives. Because I think sometimes when you're not next door to your um, mm -hmm. to your in-laws or your parents, it's harder to get them, because you get caught up. I was just thinking that, Kathy, when you were talking about Christmas and holidays not going to New Jersey, having them here. Yeah. And we started doing that too because it just got really hard. It got hard yeah. to coordinate it with everyone. And wow. now we do Christmas the weekend before with in Indiana with our families, mm -hmm. and that has become such a special, wonderful time that is not on Christmas Day. Yep. And we're, we just have had to get a little bit more intentional about making sure that the grandparents feel like we want them involved in our busy, chaotic life. <laughs> like we want you to come in and take our children and give them candy at 9 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. That's really important to us to, for them to have that relationship. Yeah. Nope. I think yeah. for grandkids, it's so important. I forgot, I was reading a study of how healthy it is for them to have a really good relationship. Mm -hmm with their mm -hmm. grandparents. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's interesting, I mean, genetics are just so cool too. I mean, my daughter and my mom are just so similar. Mm. So <laughs> similar. 
her middle name is my mom's name. And, you know, it's just so cool to see how much she relates yeah. to my mom in ways. That's and, cool. you know, at the end of the day, the child doesn't want to hear a lecture from the parent about mm -hmm. whatever it is, mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. But when it comes from someone else, mm -hmm. you know, even, especially that wiser grandparent, suddenly, even though it's the same thing you were trying to communicate, <laughs> absolutely, the doors are, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the angels are singing and, and she's able to get through to her in ways that I am not. And mm -hmm. so I'm so grateful, mm -hmm. you know, for that. Nice. The last time my dad came out to visit, uh, I had to go to work, so I come home and I just come home to this buzz, this noise, and I go downstairs and my kids have my dad playing Mario Kart with them. <laughs> and so he's sitting there, he's like, no, 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 no. Right? He's been in 12th place every wow. game, right? <laughs> and at one point, he got into first place, and now I'm playing, so now it's four of us playing. Mm -hmm. And he's in first place, and he's like, Kathy, get off of this, take a picture, take a picture, I'm in first place. And it was so funny. Uh, and I thought, oh, these are the memories that my kids right. are gonna remember, like mm -hmm. making Pop-Pop play Mario Kart, which, you know, my Pop-Pop doesn't wanna play Mario Kart probably, but right. he wants to engage <laughs> in the kids, and that's right. how Sounds like he was having connected. fun. He was. He was. He was just he was just so funny about it though. And there's just those moments where you know that is something that everyone's gonna look back at and mm -hmm. say, you know, this is this is this great part of our family and these are these great memories that right. we're creating. Yeah. And I think you know? that's and I love and you mentioned this earlier too about that they want to learn. You know, I mm -hmm. know that my mother, you know, who is in her late eighties, watches a lacrosse game on TV so she can have a conversation oh, right. with her grandsons when they come. She wants to at least know what it is that they're doing and why mm -hmm. they like it so much. You know, I want to understand that. Yep. And I think that is really cool that they that grandparents want to do that. The other part that didn't wasn't really an issue when we were younger is the technology part, like mm. playing the Mario Kart. Right. It's funny because, you know, we as parents are as, oh, keep your kids in. Your kids in the restaurant, you know, looking at technology. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's the grandparents. <laughs> they are so excited yeah. about what they did. Yeah. Look at this. Mm -hmm. She can make a cake yeah. here <laughs> on the iPad. Yes, she can make 50 cakes if you let her. Let's do something else, you know. So yeah. it's interesting to see. It's almost like they're experiencing it at the same yeah. time that the grandchildren Child, which is pretty cool to see too. Uh, it's just so much fun. Family is an important part of all of our lives. We hope you find a way to enjoy yours and manage any stress that comes with the territory. Thanks for joining us on the Naperville Moms Network, and remember, you are always invited. Thank you.